beware lest you lose the substance by grasping at the shadow. And Mr. Aesop said that. At least I think Aesop was the person of the male persuasion. It was a long, long time ago. Weight loss is not what the OA program is about. A normal sized body is a fringe benefit received in the course of reconstructing that which cannot be seen. Interchange, interchange is the substance of the 12 step program. It is sad to contemplate that there are OA members where food plans and food sponsors, in quotations, take precedence over the 12 steps. Newcomers are given shadow in place of substance. When I take a sponsor, both of us understand that we may or may not discuss food and food plans. The whole idea of having a sponsor is predicated on my need to guidance in working a spiritual program by someone who has attained a measure of experience in doing so. For today, I have done enough research on diet and weight loss programs to know that the program we have at Overeaters is not one of them. Well, as as I read this, and I I, I go ahead, I always read a day ahead, so I have some ideas to what, what's coming. I I try to live in the future. Anyway, um, two weeks ago on Friday, I stuck my, my big foot in my mouth and I got off on the got off on the wrong foot, literally. So um, there are a couple of things I disagree with, but I agree with most of the reading. Uh, <clears throat> the first line is weight loss is not the OA program. It's not what the OA program is about. Not today. <clears throat> <clears throat> But in 1960, when Roseanne and her two friends founded Overeaters Anonymous, that's what the program was about. They were three ladies who wanted to lose weight. So they got together and they started doing this program that was similar to Gamblers Anonymous and Alcoholics Anonymous. And it seemed like losing weight was the goal. Over the years, it has evolved. And now we know, we know now that it's more of a spiritual, emotional, and physical program. The physical part being the weight loss. Uh, a normal sized body is a fringe benefit received in the course of re re reconstructing that which we cannot, which cannot be seen. Uh, I have had in 35 years, what I believe is spiritual recovery, emotional recovery, but I've not had a lot of what I consider to be physical recovery. I always had a problem with, with uh, maintaining a food plan. I could go on a food plan. I could, I could have abstinence for, well, the first, the first time I got abstinent, it lasted about two and a half years. But then someone said to me, wow, Lee, you've lost a lot of weight. You're going to be attracting old women in OA. And it scared the crap out of me. And I thought to myself, OA is not a program where I'm supposed to be going out and attracting people, attracting women. At that time, I had not come to terms with my sexuality. Uh, it is sad to contemplate that there are OA meetings where food plans and food sponsors take precedence over the 12 steps. Uh, I don't really think that it's sad. I believe that there are some people who will find their program works better for them if they concentrate on a food plan as well as the other two aspects of the program, the emotional and the uh, spiritual. 
And a food sponsor is a great way for me and for many other people to get a grip on and force myself to look at what I eat. Um, many times I think I, I, I say I'm, I say I'm abstinent, but if I really get into the nitty gritty, maybe I don't quite meet the idea of abstinence, although our definition of abstinence is pretty, pretty loose, you might say. Um, I don't have, don't have the quotation right with me, but uh, it has to do with abstinence basically is what you, you can achieve through uh, or you can have through your own work, working with a sponsor, working with a medical professional, such as a dietitian. Uh, we don't have a particular food plan in Overeaters Anonymous. There are other offshoots of OA or branches of Overeaters Anonymous that do that do use food plans. And I was recently in one. Um, newcomers are given a shadow in place of substance. Uh, I have a sponsor. Uh, he said he didn't really feel like a sponsor to me so much as a as a person in recovery that he gets help from also that worked with me on the steps traditions and concepts and we did the steps and i suggested let's move on to the traditions and he said let me call my sponsor he called the sponsor he came back and he said okay we're going to do the traditions we did the traditions and i said hey let's do the concepts and he went, oh, my God, this, this guy's into it. He called his sponsor, and he and his sponsor did the concepts before he and I did, 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 did the concepts. We were both glad we did the concepts. They're very important to read and understand. Um, a sponsor is a, a person who has attained a measure of experience in doing, doing the program. Yes, they have. And that's why we select them to be sponsors. Now, for today, I have done enough research on diet and weight loss programs to know that the program we have in Overeaters is not one of them. Uh, I totally agree with that. Um, I mean, I've done, I've done everything from the one, the one my mother used to make me go on, she would go on it with me for a while and then she couldn't handle it, but I was supposed to continue to handle it, was a diet that was from ages ago called the egg and grapefruit diet. You had half a grapefruit for breakfast every day, two eggs, and that was your everyday breakfast. Oh, and the eggs had to be boiled. Um, and then you had a certain amount of, had a half a grapefruit for lunches, the grapefruit is actually what was supposed to shrink your stomach and reduce the weight. Um, anyway, uh, to this day, I don't really like, although I have grapefruit right out my door here in the desert, but, and they have, they're great grapefruit, but I, I don't like chickens or chicken farmers that well anymore. Um, there was something uh, I thought in here. Uh, I thought there was something in here about doing other things to help us lose the weight. Yeah, I would. Most of the people that I know that come into program have, at some level, um, done most everything similar to what I've done. I've done that diet. I've done uh, the cabbage soup diet. I've done shots made from the urine of a pregnant horse. Although someone told me it can't be a horse; it has to be a pregnant woman because you're not supposed to inject 
humans with things from animals. Uh, I did Weight Watchers for a while and thought that was too expensive. I did uh, Jenny Craig. I did, uh, there's another program that I did. And years ago, you used to go into a, it was in-face meetings. You went in and you talked to your counselor and they, on your first meeting, you got a little mouthpiece and you had to take a breathalyzer when you first came in the building because they wanted, if you, if you had cheated, your breathalyzer would measure your ketones and it would tell them that you weren't eating all their food, you were eating other stuff. And uh, the best thing I ever did one time was uh, hypnosis. I was like 12 years old and I asked my mother to get our doctor to hypnotize me. I did lose a lot of weight in a short period of time. I lost, uh, yeah, it went from about, yeah, I don't know how much I started out as, but I got down to 101 pounds when I had set a goal of 98. Remember, I was 12 years old. And uh, when I didn't hit the 98 goal, um, kind of blew it. And the only reason I didn't hit the 98 goal, uh, and my doctor, for some reason, didn't have the intelligence or something, didn't tell me this. I got down to 101, and that's where I stayed. And um, what the doctor failed to tell me was that the reason I wasn't hitting that goal was because I'd grown taller. And when I grew taller, I would gain weight. I would, you know. I didn't get fatter. I would just get, get a little heavier. For some reason, did not bother to tell me that. And it set me off and I was off and running. And uh, the Air Force made me lose a bunch of weight when I enlisted. I had to go in under a medical program, special medical program and lose a lot of weight. So I've done just about every darn thing in the world. I, I did not have my lips and my teeth, my jaws wired. I did have a bariatric surgery pro, uh procedure called the lap band. It worked wonderfully for me. In about nine months, I dropped 105 pounds. And I've been ma maintaining most of that. Uh, once I had the band removed, uh, I did, well, once I had the band, I still had the band. I went from my lowest point of 161, maintained at 171, which was not uncommon because we were told we would gain back about 10 to 15% of the weight loss. And that's where we would probably maintain. I did that until the band was removed. I gained a little bit back and then COVID came along. I gained a little bit more back. I, I got, I saw my doctor's report online the other day. And at one time at the doctor's office, I'd gotten up to 215, which was about a year and a half ago. Um, I'm down to 192. I got weighed this morning. And um, so, yeah, I, I, I've done all this stuff and I've done, um, I've done, you know, everything practically. Um, I was recently working the 90 day program. I dropped out of that because right now it was causing me a lot of angst and frustration as well because I was having computer issues and it required me to use my computer every day and send this, send a report off to my sponsor and, and, uh, weigh and measure and oh man it was it just got to be too much for a while uh after the first of the year when december is no longer a part of my life which december is the worst month of my life i may consider going back onto it but uh all in all yes overeaters anonymous did not really is not really a weight loss program many new i mean new people come into it believing that's what it is and those who understand what it, what it really is are those who stay and i encourage anybody who's here if there's anybody new today 
to stay and uh, keep on trucking that road. Try keep on. Excuse me. Keep on trudging that road of happy destiny. Uh, some days aren't quite so happy as others, and uh, I've shared about the month of December not being my greatest month of the year. Would love to go from November to January. And I thought about uh, a television program called um, Red Dwarf that used to be on PBS, and they would put people in stasis. It was a, just they just kind of stopped their life, and they it was kind of like a, a punishment, a prison punishment, and they would put them as this thing as tube or something, and it, they would just kind of hang in there, and time would pass by. But when they stepped out, they were you know back however many years when they first went into stasis and i would like to go go into stasis for the month of december and forget that it exists anyway i'm going to shut up and uh i'm going to uh let my cat out because she's standing at the door screaming you might be able to hear her and uh good luck everybody and remember trudge that road of happy destiny because there is no place called happy destiny it's the road we trudge and how happy we make it.